0: Welcome to the Man in the Arena podcast, a space dedicated to connection between individuals who choose to courageously step foot into the ring of life. Storytelling, the ups and downs, laughter, tears, setbacks, triumphs, overcoming, and choosing to dare greatly in the journey of life. Hey everybody, I am excited to announce Tyron Morris, one of my best friends on this episode uh, where we go over fatherhood and how Tyron is killing it at being a father, about culture, about family, about the patterns that you learn from family and getting over that and just being the best possible version of yourself. So I'm excited to uh, for you guys to hear it and just expressing my gratitude for the conversations that we're having, the vulnerability that we're we're cultivating here on the podcast. So without further ado, I'll introduce you to Tyron.
1: Ooh, got it. So what everybody just moving to Utah at the rate that they have been, got the air quality.
2: No, it's those all those fires.
1: Those fires from oh yeah. Yeah, it's a bunch damn, of damn not even think about that. And then there was a huge
2: fire in the in the canyons going up to Park City yesterday.
1: Yeah. Oh we- y'all got some uh I thought you were talking about fires from Cali and, and Portland no, yeah. and all that.
0: It's That's- all that. It's from Oregon too and all that. And we have some fires going oh, on okay. here in Utah too now. So
1: yeah,
0: bro. it makes sense. Bad dog. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah,
1: It's been,
0: it's been bad. Yeah, I feel like I, I'm sick because of it. Like, I, yeah. I don't know if you can hear Tyron in my voice. I, I've been kind of sick, too. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been I, going into the office at all just because I don't want to risk getting, getting anybody sick, but. I know. This is the so, first time, we, like, I think since college,
2: I didn't lift all week, bro. For real? Yeah.
0: Just because I yeah, don't.
1: I didn't. And it's,
0: it's I didn't lift all week either. So I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's my. That's why I didn't lift either. <laughs> yeah,
1: I, I would have did it, but you know, I had the COVID. I didn't want to push. I didn't want to push.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Tyron's old swole ass. I don't know. I don't even believe that. I know you got some kind of workout in. I did not, bro. I took the weight this whole week. Yeah. Yeah. Well, okay. So if it if it stops, um, we'll just start recording because it's only on for 40 minutes uh, okay and then yeah if we're if we're talking still, why they we'll
1: hate it we do these things for like two hours
0: I know if it if it's with one other person you can do it as long as you want but if it's more than oh dang uh, yeah I mean you can't pay for a subscription I'm just you know not wanting to oh do
1: that so that's the jokes they trying to yeah they're trying to white boy that thing up man huh?
0: yep. yeah
1: oh I can't say that huh yeah. <laughs> you can say whatever you want. <laughs> Cut that bad boy out. Yeah. Or not, whatever.
0: Yeah. But, yeah, hey, thanks, Ty, for coming me? on.
1: Oh, yeah. Thank you. Thank yeah. you, sir. Oh, thank y'all, man.
2: This yeah. Is, we need to start doing this on the regular, for real.
0: Bro, you know, yeah, that's, a, that's what me and Cam were talking about, is that, like, why is there just not a space for this just in general? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh,
1: I think you'll notice. true. Yeah, if you lock in, you'll notice that after you're done, you'll be like, damn, bro. That's it just feel good, you feel me? Mm-hmm. It just yeah, feel bro. good to talk to talk to somebody that you're comfortable with about shit. You feel me? Yeah. It's, it's a release. Like therapy for real. Yeah. Yeah, it really <laughs> is. That's how and that's how I've been using it. It's yeah. just been uh it's been it's been, I don't want to be too dramatic, but real talk has been life changing, bro. It really has been life-changing. That's what's yeah. sure. up. Good to hear. It's, e- it's easy to get
0: behind. Yeah. Yeah. It's not easy, though. There's, like, some of the, the old stuff that creeps in where it's, like, you don't want to share. Yeah. I, I know for me it's, like, uh, a lot of times when I'm feeling like th- this is, like, the last thing that I want to do is be talking, you know. I kind of want to climb yeah. back into that shell and just. Right back into that hole. You know, it's been it's been yeah, cool you know. though, Ty, for for real, like, um, just, like, when I feel that creeping up where I, I just know I'm headed into old patterns, it's just, like, kind of climbing in. You know me, I've always kind of just, like, when I disappear, it's like, that's normal for, for me to do that, you know, every now and then. It's, yeah, it's yeah. usually because I'm going through something. And yeah. just, like, reaching out to Cam and just being like, bro, I'm fucked up right now. Yeah, yeah, and and vice versa. It's, it's been it's been a huge help. So
1: yeah, and that's and that's what, that has
0: been. Good.
1: Go ahead, is, go
2: ahead. That's what I would tell people, because everybody knew how close we were. Mm-hmm. So everybody, when they didn't hear from you, they yeah. would come to me like, "Hey, you heard from me? I'm like, "I mean here and there, but he's just he's just probably just handling his business, man, going through <laughs> yeah. going yeah. through life." And um, Bro, that's hard right, because. I'm not gonna sit there and be like, "Oh, I ain't heard from him, man." He's probably out there, not talking to nobody. I mean, you know what I mean? Like,
0: people I know just, what mean.
2: people don't get the like the distance part. You know yeah. what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like sometimes you have to distance yourself from people in order for you to be a better, better you. Yeah, because you're around people and you're not feeling the best. Sometimes you could take it out. On those
0: people
2: mm-hmm. in terms and and then they won't know why you're taking out on but it's all because of what you're going through
0: yeah and you're like damn that that had nothing to do with you like yeah. at, at the core of it it had nothing to do with those people and that, that's what i was going to say like the talking and everything is good i'm glad that we're doing that me and cam like really have been talking about the balance of just like handling your shit though as a man like sometimes you really do got to handle it alone you know you can yeah, only talk yeah. about it so much and so i i really enjoyed like where we're going with the podcast is because it's accountability like me and camera like we can't just always be talking about it you know like this has been a good accountability piece for me because it's like I don't want to sound like a fraud you know I don't want to be talking about vulnerability about getting after it in life and then I come back and it's the same problems that I'm, I'm dealing with I'm talking with you know so it's yeah. a balance for sure just like um, I, I am a strong believer of just you You got to handle your stuff as a man. But there is stuff, bro, that's like you need community. You need conversation with, with other men that are going through it.
2: Yeah. One thing I took what you just said too, Beavis. Also, when you're going through it and you come back and you kind of go into those same patterns,
0: mm-hmm.
2: like it's something those patterns are there and they've been there for a very long time. So it's not just going to be, like, a one-day fix, you know what I mean? Yeah. So if those patterns, you keep getting back to those patterns and you see them creep up, then obviously you got to try a different method. And you got to keep trying different methods until
0: that pattern completely goes away on its own over time. You got to, man. I feel like that's the most frustrating part of it is that if you're seeing the patterns and you're recognizing it, that's step one, that's good. Yeah, trying trying to get over through or like, you know, change those patterns. Like that's what me and Cam talked about just on this last po- podcast. We we're talking about the process. Yeah, like one thing to to be aware of something, but it's not it's never gonna change just overnight.
2: Yeah, yeah, and I learned that from my own, my wife, man, who just went through her whole mental struggle she actually you know y'all know she went to therapy Mm
0: -hmm.
1: for
2: her mental health and one thing now I learned a lot from just going to some of her classes and one thing they say is like she has OCD with OCD it's it's a mental it's a mental thing mental mental health thing it will never go away Mm -hmm. you just got to minimize it wow I didn't know that Yes, OCD will never go away. You just gotta learn how to minimize it and 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 deal with it in a positive way. Mm-hmm. When you see it creep up on there, they say, sit with it, sit with whatever you're feeling. So whatever emotion you're, whatever emotion, whatever feeling you're feeling, just like how like we're talking about vulnerability.
0: Yeah,
2: being vulnerable, and you realize you're angry in a certain situation or. You're sad in a certain situation. Don't try to fight that feeling. Sit with it, acknowledge it, and then deal with it at that time. Yeah. So that's one huge thing that I learned from uh, my wife and what she went through.
0: Yeah, just feel it. Don't try to ignore it. Act like it's not there. Yeah. Yeah. And that's music to my ears because y'all know
1: I I sit around and just I sit around and just suppress it on my own. Yeah, just, all right, Cam, just let that slide by until it's over with. Yeah. And never speak of it again.
0: Yeah. And I know
1: that's not the right thing to do, but, damn, that's just so much easier, you know? Yeah. Yeah.
0: I mean, it is on the surface. It's easier on the surface. It's not easier in the long run.
1: It's bad. Ultimately, I think ultimately it's bad. And I I could tell from doing this podcast, I can tell. Where I went wrong and where I haven't, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Yeah, with um, with talking things out and the way you feel afterwards, and yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah. Even when I was, tired, there was one point where I was, uh, you know, we just had we just lost a couple family members. Uh, we just lost a family member, should I say? And it yeah. kind of shook our family up a little bit. And you know, and was yeah. I was ready to even through all the practices that we've been doing over the past few weeks, even over the challenges we've been. Giving each other everything, it was just so easy for me to just fade off into the, you know what I mean? Yeah. Just let me fade off and you know get get goes for a minute and, and, and deal with this on my own. Yeah. As soon as I as soon as I start to do that, I think Beef kind of started to sense that and was like, "Nah, we we over that. We ain't yeah. on that." Boom. We recorded that next day, and it was just it was a good recording. Yeah. You just feel you you just feel yourself like, damn. Yeah. This is a lot better than what I would have felt. Yeah. If I would have done the thing how I usually did. You know what I mean? Yeah. I think the huge thing is too. Sorry, go ahead. B.
0: No, you go ahead, Ty. I think the huge thing is
2: too is uh like what B said earlier, is balance. Find the balance on that piece. Cause you can
1: mm-hmm.
2: you can, you know, uh feel feel the way you feel that you lost your family member family member. And you you can accept that and and moan and and you know, care and be sad and kind mm-hmm. of walk stuff, but then find that balance piece. Like, all right, it's time for me to get back, get back to me, get back
1: to what I'm doing. Like if, and if right. I can't
2: get, reach out for help. You know what I mean? That's mm-hmm.
1: that's and guy. that's the piece. Yeah, that's the piece. The reach out for yeah. help piece. Yeah, yeah. That's the one.
0: Well, I think it, there's just a lot to it. Like the the whole reaching out. Peace, you know that's something that we as men are not great at, just in general. But for me, absolutely,
1: like something
0: that um, a lot of times it's just because I feel so shitty about myself. It's yeah. it's even though Ooh. I have the acknowledgement that it's a it's a good thing to do. It's like me me and Cam have been talking a lot about just trauma, Ty, and like yeah. how when you don't des- when you feel like you don't deserve something, you'll self sabotage yourself every time. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. Yeah sitting back and and just like letting life go by even though it is going by and like you're not getting better yeah that that's not the right thing to do there's that balance piece but like if you feel like you're not deserving of peace of whatever it is that you need at that point it's like you're never gonna reach out you yeah know? that's why it's so important to have platforms man to hear other people other men talk about this shit bro because it's real because it's just like really? We all go through these times where we don't feel deserving. We don't feel like we measure up as a man. But just to hear vulnerability, man, that's something that we weren't brought up with. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like, you guys have been my best friends. since I've known you guys since I was a a freshman in high school, even Tyron, even before that, you know? Yeah, yeah. And I feel like it's just in these past couple years of us becoming men and and coming into that, like, kind of – Protector, provider role that I've even let myself discuss these kind of things.
1: Yeah, dealing with the world and who we're supposed to be. Right. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
2: One thing else. One. One other thing I learned as well with uh, mental health mm-hmm. uh, in this whole process is self-compassion. Man,
0: a lot of people
2: like mm. like my wife was going through what she going through. Like I said earlier, but every time she would you know, have like a little setback, or have like, like not feel her way, or not, you know, going through the whole process like she wanted to. She would beat herself up, and her her mentor told her, "You need to learn how to have self compassion for yourself." Damn. And like that is huge because everything both of y'all just talked about. You guys want to beat yourself up and go into this whole whatever, but you have to realize that like it's okay to do those things mm-hmm. it's okay to you know not beat yourself up all the time you know what i mean yeah. so that, sure. that self-compassion goes along with vulnerability as well so important mm-hmm.
0: man. something something i'm still learning so important though yeah yeah much yeah, though and yeah.
2: self-compassion i would imagine being selfish because some people can get mixed up too
0: bro. oh wait what, what did you say about selfishness with it ty
2: like some people can get that mixed up, being self compassionate and not, uh, not wanting to give in to what other people say or what other people do or like how other people do. Like people think it's oh you're being selfish. No, I'm just being self compassionate and I know myself more than anybody else. So yeah, I'm compassionate about myself to protect my vulnerability and protect
0: me. Yeah, mm-hmm. bro, I like that you brought that up because I think that there is. Um... Like it's not being selfish, but it can come to the point where it is selfish, mm-hmm. right? If you're, yeah. um, if you're feeling that self compassion, but it turns into like self pity, yeah, like, yeah, like how I was talking about, like if I came on here and I felt like a fraud and I was talking about vulnerability and all this stuff and trying to work through stuff, sharing my problems and stuff, and then I came back next week and I was talking about the same stuff, man. Like yeah, like on the outward appearance, I, I'm, I'm being like, yeah, this stuff's hard, this stuff's... But it's selfishness in a way. It's just a balance. Like, if you just let that ride and you don't have any kind of action behind it to fix that kind of stuff, it becomes selfish, bro, because then I'm taking up your guys' time Yeah. complaining or talking about something that I'm not even willing to fix. Yeah. So... Yeah. it's just bro life is just a balance i think <laughs> it really, it, it self-compassion is like like being kind to your
2: like to yourself with yourself mm. and like when it comes selfishness when it becomes selfishness is when you like you said when you talk about it over and over to other people or trying to get that sympathy from other people yeah that's not true i mean that is a form of self-compassion but i mean acknowledging what you're going through but not beating yourself up on your own yeah like you know what i mean that's true self-compassion
1: in my eyes mm-hmm.
0: and some people ask it- you go ahead cam go ahead
1: i want to ask uh Ty, uh because so- i'm i'm picking up what you're putting down but i'm wondering you think do you think that learning these things was easier or harder given the fact that you know you got a daughter Cause you know everything that you do she gonna marry you right so is mm-hmm. it is it having it, having your daughter is it do you think that makes things harder or easier to you know to uh kind of navigate this navigate these things we're talking about
0: uh
2: it depends on number one it depends on the situation and depends on what it is my daughter mm-hmm. number one want to be the most patient being patient and being patient with my wife as well and what she went through because it, it, it I was overall to answer your question. I would say it's easier because uh, you know, God says he likes people to come as a child, come humble because children are humble. They'll listen. They'll be. Mm-hmm. So learning through her and learning the processes and learning not to act like a fool or, do things that are out of line, because she is there, I will say it is easier, because she is there and I have to be that example, including my wife both, that example, so it is easier to answer your
1: question. I figured it would be, I, I, not that I figured it would be, I just, you know, talking about everything we talking about, I'm thinking, I, I'm as I'm thinking through everything, I'm like, man, if, you know, your daughter being around you every day, you know she's watching you. So it almost, for me, it, it almost seems like it will put me, it will put me in a mindset of, okay, I need to learn some of these things for real, for real, because I'm trying to, you know, you're trying to, you, you obviously want to be the best tie you can be. So mm-hmm. Monty can have her best, you know, father she can. Yeah. Am I getting, am I close here? Is that the right feeling or? that's that's true bro that is that's real i
2: I never looked at it that way, but that now that you said it that is true I naturally okay. tried to be the best version of myself for my daughter and and you know provide and be the be the strong one for the household in general for my wife, especially when she went through what she went through you know I'll keep talking about that, but it it really i had to be the strong one for the whole family because she was at her lowest in her life uh-huh. and I had to be there to hold our family together when she uh-huh. was in her depression mode and she didn't want to do anything. I had to be the father and take care of money and take care of my wife while she mentally gets back to herself. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. I, I I can see it for a lot of reasons, like why you would want to be b- the best, but I just feel like, uh, and correct me if I'm wrong, I I just feel like you've always been like a good ass dude, Ty. Yeah,
2: appreciate like, that. Like, yeah.
0: Like what, I, just tell us a little bit into that. Cause I feel like ever since I've known you, you've always been wanting to be your best just in general. You've always, yeah, taken, care, you've always taken care of yourself, like health wise. Like you-, you I really, guess I
1: could second that.
0: <laughs> All right. <laughs> Cam won't give you that <laughs> one. Yeah, no, <laughs>
1: No, yeah, I, but, that, I mean, that, where that, where does that, that come from, that.
0: Ty? Because I feel like, you know, it, here's what I feel like in hearing that story. Um, some people, they feel the pressure of being a father and they actually become worse, like, you know, because it's so much pressure on them. But where does it come from where, like, for me and Cam and from a lot of people that, like, experience who you are, where do you think that comes from? Is just like your desire to be just a, a good person overall.
2: Uh, Two things comes with two things. Comes from my mom and comes from my dad in two different ways. Ooh. Comes from my mom because I know the sacrifice she she sacrificed a lot for me at the time. I mean, I was on my it was just me and my mom until I was nine years old. And then my sisters came to play. And then my other two sisters came into play. But I mean, man, I was catching city I don't know if I don't know if you know Beeve or or Cam. I I was catching city buses to middle school,
1: I didn't know that. Oh, man, man. Yeah,
2: we lived in a janky depart uh, a little ass apartment downtown. Yeah, in middle school, and I was catching the city bus all the way from downtown to Crescent yeah, to Crescent View, bro. The city bus, yeah, yeah, And nobody, no, I never. Nobody even knew I was.
0: You probably was, didn't my, want people to know, huh?
2: Golly. No. yeah. I was catching the city bus for all three years at Crescent View until. <clears throat> Till our sophomore year in high school, we finally moved closer, and we moved to Daybreak. That wasn't much closer. We was in the district, but mm-hmm. I mean, all throughout my life, my mom was sacrificed, and I had to sacrifice a lot. I, mean, I was staying at home by myself at seven years old. Yeah, my mom worked, and she worked all the way until shit eight, eight, nine o'clock at night. So I was, I was staying at home being being independent at a young age. Mm-hmm. So I was already knowing how to provide for myself, be on my own, catching the city bus. I mean kids nowadays, bro. I don't even know if they I don't even know if they know how to get a ticket for the city bus. <laughs> for
1: real. Yeah, that's facts.
2: And then so that's my mom's been useless. <laughs> yeah, <for> real man. <laughs> and just to see my mom like I remember I used to be scared, bro, to ask my mom for a pair of shoes at Walmart bro, $10 pair of shoes at Walmart. Mm-hmm. I used to hesitate to ask my mom, hey mom, I need a new pair of shoes. Because I knew the struggle and I knew what she went through and I knew that she would try to do everything she can to provide so I didn't want to ask for anything extra. So right. uh, that's my mom's side. The sacrifice and the, the stuff that we went through and our relationship mm-hmm. is why I am who I am today. Then my dad's side, I uh, – this is it's a touchy subject for me, but
0: yeah,
2: I didn't want to be like my father because, I mean, I'm learning a lot right now to this day because he actually lives out here now in Utah. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, so my little brothers go to Corner Canyon now. So I'm actually learning a lot. With my dad, we having our one-on-one conversations and learning the patterns that he's following. That mm-hmm. following is all from my grandpa. My grandpa's been married eleven times,
1: bro. God,
0: <laughs> damn,
2: married eleven times. And, god
1: have mercy, Paul. Yes, <laughs>
2: he's married eleven times, and my dad has seen different women, and he's brought my dad. My he's brought my dad around different women, mm-hmm. all grown. Where my dad has followed, followed his pattern. Yeah, And so, that right there, I'm just, I'm grateful and blessed to have my dad because I wouldn't be here if it wasn't for him. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I'm grateful that I was able to be raised underneath my mom because that's not a pattern I ever want to follow of chasing and having different women like that in my life. Yeah. And so, seeing his, seeing him has taught me what not to do in life. Mm And having my my mom's brother, uncle, both uncles in my life step in as that as that father figure has been yeah. a huge blessing as well. So I've had a lot of great examples and what not to do examples in my life to make me to who I am today.
0: Yeah. Mm. Yeah, for sure. So, good. so does your dad, Ty, does he acknowledge, like, those patterns that – I mean, does he see it as a problem as far as, like, you know, because, like, that's a – I mean, there's so much to that, right? Like, he saw that growing up. Yeah. And so, in return, he had a, a lot of the same struggles, a lot of the same stuff. But does he see, like, the whole living like that, like, a problem that he talks to you openly about?
2: Yeah. Uh, I don't know if that's a topic for for this podcast. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just because uh, i don't want to ruin some things, yeah, you know relationships ruin families
0: mm-hmm.
2: so that's that 's another topic I would like to discuss privately, yeah, just because I know that it's it 's a lifestyle that he's lived in, and he's okay with living in. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't like he's trying to get me to be that, to follow his pattern, he still tries to this day to get me to follow his pattern and follow his lifestyle and what he does and stuff like that, but that's not me, man. Yeah. Um, I'm a faithful, I'm faithful, um, I'm caring. And you know, my dad, he jokes about me, he goes, man, you and uh, your brother, man. You guys are just like my one of my brothers.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: You guys are cancers, man. You guys are you guys are so you guys are so caring. You guys are t- sometimes too caring.
0: And I'm like, where mm-hmm. he sees that as like a he, yeah a he sees weird that. thing with you guys.
2: Yeah, it's like too caring. So we had this conversation. Too caring. I can see where he's coming from with that because with with me, I've actually had this conversation with. My family actually, with me, I can get so caring. I used to be able to, until I d- acknowledged it, mm-hmm. I used to be so caring that I would be taken advantage of in a lot of ways. Like people would, like in college, I was one of the dudes that had a car mm-hmm. at freshman year. Yeah. So, nigga, I would take nigga, everybody. Hey, Ty, take me this, take me there, take me there. And I was so caring and just free, like, I was just, do it.
1: Yeah. it Cam,
2: you know, I was, Yeah, you know, yeah.
1: yeah, I definitely. Was,
2: bro, I would just yep. do it. And, you know, me and my wife talked about it, bro. I, can't probably going to make fun of me, but, you know, nigga, well, as soon as I get that phone call, oh, I got to go. <laughs> <laughs> oh, got to go. Me
1: and Mike talked gotta about go. it.
2: Go. Got to go. Got
1: to go. Got to go. As soon as you hear the ring, to make t- funny about that. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, time. Right, see you later.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah. So it, but those things, I told I, me and my wife had a conversation. I said, till this day, if I was to go back, I promise you, I, if I was the man I am then now and go back, I wouldn't be that way mm-hmm. because I was I was taken advantage of, and I was so caring, and I didn't want to lose those relationships that I had because I was trying to find myself at the time too, Mm -hmm. try to find who Tyron is. So I would try to fit in and try to do things and go out of my way being Karen Tyron to go out of my way to try to please people. Really, it was me sacrificing and being, you know, taking advantage of in a lot of ways. Yeah. So, yeah, man, it was a lot. It was a lot that I've learned over these years to, uh, like, I know y'all say I appreciate the, the praise that I'm, I'm a good dude, but, I mean, there's a lot that I went through myself to try to figure out. I mean, y'all know in high school, how many, how many different cliques and groups did I hop into?
0: <laughs> wow, oh, no. do you, I mean, do you regret that or what? I mean, it's all part of the – I feel like it's all part of the process to refine you to – Show you who you want to be or where you want to be.
2: Yeah, a hundred percent. I don't regret it at all. But uh, yeah, it's all part of the journey. Like you're right, yeah, right. it's all part it's, of the
0: journey. I, yeah, because maybe I for know. me, bro. For me, like when I look back, because I was the same way, bro. I had, I had all these different types of friends. You know what I mean? I think a mm. lot of it was that whole like trying to please aspect, not knowing who I was and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There are some points. Things that I, I look back and I'm like, it's cringy still to me. I'm really like, Shit. <laughs> but like when I think about it in this kind of space, it's like I really am grateful for trying all sorts of different types of things because it led me to understand who I am as a person. And what yeah, I, I and what I don't want, you know? Yeah,
2: yeah. So right, one I, thing I go back and change those the
0: is the women and try to go
2: after woo boy. That process <laughs> But <laughs> oh I know I was trying to find myself, but golly,
0: you're trying to find crazy. yourself. Like,
1: <laughs> I was trying to tell you, find out what women I like looking though. everywhere to find yourself. Hey,
0: <laughs> <laughs> it was Look like every, all week all every week, oh, there's someone man. else. I was like, damn, I didn't that's even that's know they gracious. talked. <laughs>
1: That boy was searching long and hard to find himself. Yeah.
0: Yeah, when you moved away, Cam, I, I feel like me and Ty were just like creatures of the night. <laughs> <laughs> <For her. laughs> uh, we, we just hung out with everybody still. Yeah, I don't even know what we were on back then. I was lost, Ty. So
1: was I, bro. Yeah.
0: I was, I
2: was lost, but I had, you know, football, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Cam left. But still, even football, like, I did the same thing in high school as I did with football. We'll have the different groups trying to find out where I fit at.
1: Yeah. I mean, also, when you was young, you feel me? All three of us, really, when we was young in high school, we was kind of like the... We was the enigmas, really. <laughs> I mean, probably, I was... I felt like an enigma for sure, you know, given where we grew up and, and uh, when we was in high school and um for that everybody was very curious i think
0: very um, I curious
1: see. at like yeah yeah and um we kind of we kind of we kind of could have been cool with everybody you know what i mean because we were some very accepting dudes it wasn't like we was you know trying to be hateful with anybody all we really wanted to do was play football and and everybody was you know
0: yeah
1: everybody liked this kind of sort of just cuz we liked everybody so it's I think everybody everybody into, was
0: interested in us.
1: Yeah, I want to say so everybody kinda, liked us. Well, everybody, yeah, everybody liked us. <laughs> That's, but what I mean is, it was easy to jump into different groups to see what you know, see how you know, see how, um, see who you are, so to speak, like top foot, because it was um it was so readily available. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody wanted us to come kick it. You know, everybody was had their hands extended. Of course, you was gonna come shake some of them. You know what I mean? Yeah,
0: yeah. Um, I, I, I mean, with you speaking about that, Cam, like, I want to hear your guys' thoughts. Cause that just like sparked a, a memory when I was talking with Jess one time and I, I just was telling her that high school for me, was like so interesting, man. It was like, I didn't fit into this world. I didn't have money. Like we, we did not come from money, but I I'm going to high school with some of the richest people in Utah. In Utah, just in general, some of the richest people in Utah. I felt like why people were so interested in me or, like, with us, including Aie and stuff, is because we were colored and we were good at sports. I I, I told Jess that I felt like there's, a, there's just, like, a lot of stuff I'm trying to unpack with that because I felt like I was a show pony, bro. Like, Beaver and Aie, Beaver and I the poly kids, the only poly kids that we know, you know, like they're good at football and all this stuff, and it's just like w- we like them as long as they stay in that bubble of like being good at football and well-spoken brown people.
1: <laughs>
0: yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah, I can you feel that way, I don't know about the well-spoken part, but I could definitely relate with the rest <laughs> of
2: it. One hundred percent. I feel like if uh, if we were non-athletic people (laughs) it would have been a different story yeah that never happened for me though (laughs) like i said if we were athletic people it would have been a completely different story Mm -hmm. but that's
1: that's, i could imagine
2: why i tried to fit in because you know me and cam were the, the only two black kids at school and our cultures are different Let's go ahead and get with 2021. Culture are different. And your culture when you go back home ain't the culture that the Alta is or was. At
1: all. No, nah. at all.
2: It's
1: so, a complete cold switch when you from when you go home to when you go to school. It's a complete cold switch. You are absolutely right.
0: And you gotta so, take that mask off quick when you get home. For real. Yeah. So do not I even mean, play
1: like you're doing that. Yeah, there
2: was a comedian that said at work we can refer we can reference this at school. At work, you're dealing with Tyrone. <laughs> after, after work. That's Tyrone, <laughs> you
1: know what I mean? <laughs> like, like,
2: <laughs> it was a comedian that said that, but I mean, that's the school, bro. Like, at school, and you know, at school and trying to fit in, you try to, me, I can speak for myself, try to be like one of them, yeah. But then, like, when I got around my family, it was a complete different story. Or when I got around, got in college and started seeing more of a culture fit, I got my ass made fun of. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Trying to fit in in high school, didn't translate into college, got my ass made fun of until I started figuring out who I was and started being me.
0: Yeah. Accepting yourself, like, most of all. Yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah, because, I mean, um, as far as, like, the Polynesian culture, I, I think that there's a lot of similarities with your guys' culture. But, like, uh, it's weird because I, I got made fun of all the time. And I know that Aotearoa had, too, that we were, we were white boys, you know? Like, when, when yeah. ed, whenever any Poly, like, they're like, oh, you play at Alta? Like, oh, you guys are rich. You guys are white boys. You guys are just white mm-hmm. boys over there and stuff. And so it's just like this weird balance of not really knowing where you fit in because I didn't fit in with the polys. I didn't fit in with, the, like, the white people, you know. And it's just like, damn, where do I fit in? So that was like – I think there's a lot of stuff, like I said, I'm unpacking from from those years, even still to this day.
2: Yep. For real. People always ask me – I tell stories all the time. Shit, I didn't get my license until I was a singer, but I didn't need it. I had my friends. <laughs>
1: <Right?
0: laughs> what? they're brand new cars, huh? They're brand new cars driving us. Brand new. Yeah, cars that I still can't afford to this day. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Oh man. I yeah. I wanted to, but I do want to jump into uh, Fatherhood a little bit more, Ty. Good. Okay. As far as just like uh, what that is like for you me and cam we're you know we're not fathers yet but just talking about fatherhood a little bit more especially i mean you unpacked it a little bit of like the balance or like just the contrast between your mom and your dad and why that makes you but i i did want to just hear a little bit more about fatherhood for you some of the struggles or some of just like the takeaways that you have from fatherhood
2: yeah uh it's 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 uh it's a huge learning curve because not everybody does parenting the same. And you're gonna make mistakes, you're gonna you're gonna learn from your child too. People don't realize that. Like even though you're a father, it does not mean you can't learn from your own child. Mm-hmm. I've learned a lot from Amani and watching her grow up on how to be a better person. Like, how to be just, like, be patient, like I said earlier, and be more open and caring. Because sometimes I, I, sometimes I have to realize she's, a, she's a, my little girl, you know what I mean? Sometimes, like, I like to show that tough love to her. Mm-hmm. But sometimes I have to, okay, that's my baby. That's my little girl. Like, I need to figure out what is actually wrong with her. And also teaching her... To, to open up and talk because there's a trend in my family. I'm not that way anymore, but we didn't like to open up and talk about our feelings and talk about things. Mm-hmm. So teaching Amani that as a father is huge because uh, it's, it's breaking a cycle. It's a cycle that my whole family has and it's trying to break that cycle uh, through me being a parent. And you know, <clears throat> talking to my dad now, now that he lives out here and I'm able to get closer with him, it's, it's, uh, my dad likes to talk and likes to, likes to have those good talks, but um, it, it's, it's sometimes he cuts it off. Like, when it gets too vulnerable, mm-hmm. he's like, yeah, that's for another time. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, it's mm-hmm. Opening it up, he kinda like, oh yeah, he opens up. Open. And then when he starts to feel himself being too vulnerable, yeah, man, now nah, nah, I'll just have to say that for another time.
0: <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? So
2: <laughs> just open up and being fully vulnerable and being fully transparent with your child is huge, man, because the more you're open with them, the more when they get older, they'll be open with you instead of being a sneaky, yeah, sneaky, sneaky child. Yeah, a lot of, a lot of, a lot of out kids where I feel, <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, but also like, like also I've learned to acknowledge their feelings too as a father, mm. because you know, in our culture, you are like for my mom, you can't you can't talk back, period. At all, and I'm starting to realize there's a, a certain balance though. Like my little girl's not disrespectful; she would never talk back to me. Mm-hmm. But when she kind of snaps a little bit, and she she has a sass to her, I have to realize and figure out where she's really coming from. Instead of get defensive as a father, and how our culture is like, hey, would you do, don't snap yeah, back? What yeah. you talking about? Realize. Let her talk, man let her let her get out to figure out where she really come from, to where she can always be able to open up growing up instead of just you know shutting down and be like oh i can't i can't I can't say that to Dad because he's gonna get mad, mm-hmm.
0: you
2: know what i mean so that's that's one thing I learned, and that shoes to that I've learned that she as far as me growing up, yeah boy I talk back, boy, I got my chest caved in my <laughs> own mom. Yeah. Hurt me, hurt my heart more than anything. But my mom has also learned too that, like, because I'll talk about this too. Like, with my mom and my uncle and everybody, they grew up like not saying I love you to like my grandma. Because my grandma, my great grandma, they've always been so tough. That's always been passed down down the line of like not being wrong, being tough. And it's funny, it didn't even come from my dad's side. It came from my mom's side. Yeah. So, I mean, I feel like we are talking about fatherhood, but, like, cycles and families come from both sides, not mm-hmm.
1: just one. Yeah,
2: that's bad. Also, also, yeah, I also have to realize that, too. Just because it's your mom, you have to realize the cycle that she went through and... Had, like my, my mom in my situation, she had to be that father slash mother in my life. So that's the only thing I had to look up to. So that's the pattern I had to break. I didn't have to break my dad's side of the pattern.
0: You
2: know what I mean? Yeah. So how
0: did Ty, so yeah, how fatherhood
2: do you, is, is, is is
0: No, I was gonna ask, like how do you even how did you even become aware of like these patterns and stuff? Because for me, I'm listening to you, bro. I'm like Like, cause I look at you, bro. And I, I see like a really good father. I just, I just know it, you know, from the interactions that I have with you guys as a family unit from like how, how your daughter acts with you. It's not like this fear-based relationship. Like, Oh, I messed up. Like, I don't want to show you Yeah. I
1: can agree with you. I mean,
0: how, how did you even become aware of that? Because like, I don't know. it, It sounds like you are doing the work as far as breaking that, in in your household it, it i mean because you went through it it's not like your mom just was per- you you just said that your mom wasn't like raised with the family that was saying i love you and st- they didn't practice what you're trying to incorporate in into your guys's life so how did you even like start down that road because i'm listening and i'm like damn i, I want to be like a father like tyron when i when me and jess eventually have kids you know how, how do you yeah. even become aware of that, first of all, and then how did you even start to, like, see when those patterns were coming up and stuff? Uh,
2: number one, I had to I had to go to the roots, You know what I mean? Like, if it wasn't for how close my family is now, like, we weren't always this close. And we weren't always, like, me and my family, we have, like, family gatherings where we just have conversations and talk about, how everybody's doing you know what I mean but if it wasn't family and like us talking about like the roots and talking about stuff they went through and just being vulnerable and us getting together and talking about situations and talking about stuff they went through Mm -hmm. I would have never known those patterns Mm -hmm. so it's all about going back to your roots and going back to like why this family pattern is the way it is yeah like, I mean, we had family gatherings, we're talking for three hours, bro, about this different stuff, all the way from my grandma, what that, that, that was from them growing up, all the way down to my mom and my sisters and all that stuff. So, I mean, it's just talking, having that conversation, having that communication, opening up as a family to, to uncover those patterns. Because I would have never known those patterns if we didn't have these open conversations as a family
0: mm-hmm.
2: and it's not just with my uh my uh my mom and my sister's family it was with my whole family, like my auntie was there, uncle's was there, my grandma was there, and we all get together and we have game nights yeah. we they open up into this these deep conversations, so this family gatherings have been a true blessing to me becoming a better person because I was able to get down to the root of why these patterns were created in the first place. Yeah. So, I mean, like, if if people, right, like, everybody has different family dynamic. Mm-hmm. So I feel like opening up to your parents or your uncles or whoever you need to to figure out what you need to and why your family is the way it is, it can always be positive. Hey man, why why is your family such good people? Or why is my family do this? Why does my family do yeah. that? Figuring out those type of things open up a whole different ball game of why your family is the way it is.
0: Yeah, it doesn't always have to be negative.
2: Yeah, it doesn't you can always take the be
0: positives from you know what you see in your family as well and highlight that.
2: Exactly. And you can carry it on, man. Cause I mean that, that fight is a positive of my family, all the way from my great grandmother, man. She boy, she's from Arkansas, Miss and Miss and my family's from Arkansas and Miss City, my mom's side. So yeah. So she, I mean, when she lived, she lived on her own for her last like 30 years of her life, bro. And she was she was a neighborhood watch. I mean, I remember my family telling stories of her Going outside, looking out her window, and seeing other people, like, cross the street trying to create a robbery, she would go out there on her own and yell, hey, get your ass out of your ball blah, blah, just on her own. <laughs> uh, I mean, she was tough as, tough as nails, man. She she is our – she is the root to our family. I mean, yeah. she just – she passed away two years ago, two years ago, and she was 96, bro. She made it to 96. Dang. I mean, That's cool. yeah, she – yeah, I mean, just that—that that deep root and uncovering those things and learning her good patterns and learning her bad patterns. I mean, mm-hmm. we joke about like when our family, when somebody pops off, like, "Oh shit, there goes Nana!" Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like,
0: it's, it's her spirit.
2: Yeah, for real, it's like yeah. it's rooted us that like we know where it's coming from.
0: For sure. Well, that's why. I, like, I mean, I that's why I think this podcast is so important bro because you yeah. get to hear you get to hear those types of stories you get to feel the spirit of other people and like even for my my culture like a lot of the culture was passed down orally. you know where it's just like told from generation to generation and there's like some, uh, a type of pride that you feel when you hear like a family member was like that you know you kind of want to live up to that in a way yeah Me and uh me and yeah. Kava Afu were on a, on a podcast and we were talking about like the greatest thing that you can leave behind for your family is influence. And influence is like, it's never really fully recognized in your lifetime, but like once you're gone, you know, I, in speaking, like hearing that about your, was it your great grandmother, Ty or your grandma, yeah. your great grandmother. I yeah. mean, I, I think a story is of, like my grandfather, you know, and it's just like thinking of that pride and like that he was a hardworking man like makes me want to live up to that
2: yeah for real yeah really does man
0: that's cool man yeah that's yeah. <laughs> what are you thinking down there <laughs> just smiling down there <laughs> <laughs> do you
2: still keep in touch with the, your both sides of your family Cam? Your dad's side your Yeah.
1: Mom's. Uh definitely. So I with my um my mom's side is it's a lot of us on my mom's side. It's a whole lot of us. So it's way too much to keep up with. But they be around. And on my dad's side, definitely we close. We are really close. That's close good. in proximity for the most part, but <laughs> close in the yeah. relationship anyway. That's good. Man. It's not as many. Not as many to keep up with. Yeah. That's good.
2: Because we talked about it the other day with my family, man. Family is is uh, it's the closest thing to us, man. I know we have friendships that become close, but you start out with your family when you come into this earth. So that's the closest thing to you, man. So it's really important to me and my family that we remain close because a lot of families have their differences or whatever. Yeah. You're going to have that, but I mean, you could just try to stay as close as you can to family, man. And I'm, I put that out there for everybody. And I, I actually had that conversation with my wife, man, and she, her and her sisters. And they are just now, man. And I think they're, They're doing that because I don't want to give myself credit, but (laughs) I had a conversation with my wife, like, why don't y'all say love you? (laughs) Y'all sisters, y'all super close. All the time, like, why don't y'all say, why I love you or why are y'all close? She goes, ah, we just raised, like, we just always fight, blah, blah. I'm just like, okay. But y'all family, y'all sisters, man. Y'all close. Y'all go shopping together, but then y'all leave. That's it. Like I mean, like y'all gotta extend that love out to each other, man. Like because y'all, I mean, her her, her second sister, uh, Bree's second sister, she is the closest with. That's her best friend, but they have a love hate relationship. But I mean, I told her, but you ultimately, I know you love her deep down, like truly love her.
0: Mm-hmm. She goes, yeah, but
2: she get on my nerves. I don't care. That's Fa- family. That's what family's for. They're going to get on your nerves, but you got to extend and you got to tell them you love them at all, at all times. You never know when it's going to be your last or their last in life.
0: So was it? do they, I mean, do they do it now? Yeah. So I do, mean,
2: do it now, but when they first started doing it, it was so fucking awkward.
0: I bet. <laughs> it's, it's hard to be vulnerable, like in a situation where it wasn't like that, you know? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean you're putting yourself out there um to basically like you don't know how they'll react. So yeah. But it exactly. is important, man. It really is to let the people in your life in your corner yeah. let them know that you love them. Yeah. Sure.
2: Yeah. You never know when when you never you never know if you're ever gonna see them again, because life life is crazy.
0: Life is crazy, man. I mean
2: tomorrow's not promised. They always saying in the Bible, you know, what I mean? so that's why it's a blessing every single day that we 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 wake up.
0: For sure.
1: Absolutely.
0: Ty, do you have any uh do you have any fears as far as like you guys are an interracial couple, right? <laughs> do yeah. you have any you <sighs> have, <laughs> Do you have any fears with that as far as uh just being an interracial couple and then having a daughter that's half. Do you think Hell about
2: that? Fucking yeah. <laughs> 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 yes. I had the one, I mean, I had fears coming into it. Cause my wife already let me know coming into it, at eight. So I dated a couple of black dudes in the past. So my dad, you know, He's you no know, hesitant. We he date black dudes. Something like, so <laughs> I ain't going over there then. Like, yeah. <laughs> keep it low key for a minute. You know what I mean? So, but we came a long ways in me and my father in law's relationship. I heard you on the last podcast, B. It's called your <laughs> father in law. You can't say it. It's father. <laughs> <all> <laughs> oh, my
0: God. You should have heard this when we were recording. I was like, hey, brother. the brother. You know the brother? <laughs> and Cam, was the like, what are you talking <laughs> about? That's called your, brother-in-law. your brother in law. That's your brother in law, boy.
2: <laughs> That's his dad. You kept saying this dad.
1: <laughs> I'm getting used to it. Dad.
2: Okay. <laughs> but nah man, so yeah, me and my father-in-law, we came a long ways. I think I've uh also shown him a lot in the black culture because he actually stems from uh his history with uh, his sister, so Bree's auntie. His sister. It's funny. Like Bree's auntie loves to relate her life story with ours. She actually dated a dude who played football at the U. Was safety and wore number twenty-seven. Yeah. It was. It's crazy. Like, <laughs> crazy. Oh, yeah, but but they he dogged her. They had two kids together. The first one, you know, she gave for adoption, the second one she kept or whatever. But he dogged her. And that traumatized, breeze that. And it made him think like, oh, that's how the culture is. And with me showing him a different side of no, that's not how the culture is. Like every culture has yeah. people that <laughs> that treat families or treat people bad. Like, it's not just the Black culture. Just because you had your one personal experience doesn't mean it happens everywhere.
0: Yeah, that's not fair.
2: Yeah. So, I mean, we had that conversation. We had uh, a lot of conversations when it comes to the Black culture. And just just the, I'll say it, the ignorance behind him and his side of the family. And I've had a lot of open conversations with them. Like I just had a, a month ago, open conversation with the whole family because we was talking about uh Jay-Z, right? Mm-hmm. And uh they was talking and one of the, the brothers, uh, the 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 stepbrothers was like, you know who I don't like? You know who's overrated? He said Jay-Z. I was like, whoa, pause, bro. <laughs> so that man is in the hall of fame, hip hop and rock and roll, like billionaire, like icon, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And you go, I think it's overrated. And <laughs> one of the, the sisters was like, isn't that the one that sees niggas in Paris? Bree <laughs> uh, was like, what, whoa, what? Like,
0: what?
2: <laughs> no so, remorse.
0: So so I was like, Like, "Whoa!" I thought we were in a safe space. (laughs) (laughs) But (laughs) but,
2: let me explain. We were good here. (laughs) The ignorance behind that was like she, her argument was, "Oh, well, it's just a, it's just a word in the song." Mm -hmm. But I'm like, okay. It's, it's not just a word, though. Yeah. Like, if it's a word I shouldn't say and I'm reading it, I'm not going to say it. And so we had we had an open conversation about that. And I'm just like, she goes, they asked me, of course, I've gotten my whole life living in Utah. Well, I just feel like, why is it fair that you guys say it, but we
0: can't say it? You're like how much time you got?
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> how much time you got? I haven't oh,
2: heard my. that one. <laughs> I'm like, okay. I was like, we use it as a term of endearment. Like we took that word as a positive word for us because it was used as a derogatory word. So we we took it and we flipped it. Mm-hmm. The ignorance behind, like, bro, they didn't even know what where Cracker came from, where Cracker. They didn't even know what that means. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah. So I'm like, oh, okay. So I just had to just help them and give them just my culture, experience, and my, what, what I know yeah. to help. So, I, yeah, I'm scared. Like, to answer your question, yes, I'm scared. And I also had to explain to my wife as well, she's – not that, you know, as, forgive me, Lord, as a father, but uh,
0: she. Your father-in-law?
1: Oh, oh father-in-law. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh, now the time returns. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, as a father-in-law, but she had to, uh, but I had to explain to her the, the things that will. I'm not saying, like, I, I don't know the future, but things that, most likely, will happen to our daughter growing up. I said mm-hmm. she will probably be called the N word at some time in her lifetime. Yeah, she
1: absolutely.
2: will probably get uh, what's the word? You know, she will probably uh,
0: be attacked. Get, like what Like be attacked in a way? Like yes, be mentally, attacked mentally
2: and stuff like that. And she goes, and at first we had this conversation, she goes, no, I just don't want that to happen. I said, I shit, I don't either, but shit, that's the world we live in. Mm
0: -hmm.
2: That's the world we live in. I said, you just got to prepare yourself to learn how to prepare our daughter to deal with it and handle it. And us as parents, because it will happen. Unfortunately, just the world we live in, it will happen. And I said, and she goes, she goes, um, and I remember her, her dad's side of the family asked, she goes, well, I, don't, I just, do you think it will, they asked me, they said, do you think it will happen as much because Amani is half white? I said, okay, let me let me put it this way. You have a group of white girls and Amani's in that group. Someone sees that big group. You think they're going to say, oh, look at that group of white girls over there. No, they're going to say, Oh, look at that group of white girls and that black girl sitting over there. So, yes, it's going to happen to Amani because they're not going to look at her as a white girl. They're not going to look at her as just a white girl. They'll look at her as a mixed,
1: mixed interracial girl or a black girl. Yeah. That's just facts. Mm-hmm. Or facts. Or maybe they might look at that group of people and say, hey, look at that maybe half black, half white girl. And, and all that, no, man. It's very yeah. cut and dry. Yeah. It's very cut and dry.
2: Exactly. Exactly. So I said, it's bound to, I mean, I said, I, I pray that God protects my daughter to the fullest of anything that comes out of her. But she gotta be strong too. And she gotta realize that like, this is unfortunately the world that we live in.
0: Yeah. So, I'm glad that I'm glad you're preparing here like that, cause like Lord knows, like us three, us three, just us three, have gone through some experiences like that where whew. you're just like, damn. Man, so this is how they see me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you know, <or laughs> this is how they see me. I see, yeah. So I'm glad that you're preparing here like that, where it's like, and and your wife as well, just like trying to educate that it will happen you know there's yeah. it, it's not a matter of like will it happen it will definitely happen but just yeah her having that foundation so strong with who she is like that's the best that i think that you can do yeah yeah i'm curious to know where that conversation with uh was it the auntie was it breeze auntie yeah how did that end Cause I'm at this point, Ty, like where. Yeah, that's. A, I feel like that's a good question. I feel like, um, I don't even know. I don't know if I have any patience anymore to even try to explain it because it doesn't. Not in like I'm I'm pissed off or anyway, but I'm just like tired, or I'm just like you're never gonna see where I'm coming from. I I guess I'll never see where you're coming from, and that's it. You know. Yeah. You know. I,
2: I say, say to people, I mm-hmm. said this. Uh, I said this to uh, a lot of people. I said, y- you can keep asking me. You can go back and forth with me all you want about this racial thing, but you will truly never. So sometimes it's a waste of breath because you will truly never understand how it feels to be black because you are not black. So for you try to for you to try to like ask me all these questions, for you to try to figure out where I'm coming from you truly will never know where i'm coming from because you will never know how it feels to be black
0: mm-hmm.
2: or color so i get where you come from when it comes to like like you're tired of explaining mm-hmm. but i told my wife i will continue to educate people as long as they continue to want to learn because cuz i said that's the only way our world and our people are gonna grow mm-hmm. is by educating themselves and learning. I said, not just with, with, with race though, learn different religions, learn different cultures. Like that's the only way you can be able to relate to other people is by learning and not just, not going off of your own experiences that you've experienced with a, a religion or a race. Cause that's all that is, that's all that's built up is People are going off of... Number one, they're going off of uh history and cycles and family cycles and stuff like that, but they're not educating themselves to learn other people's cultures and other people's race and religion and stuff like that.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, we can relate to that. Like, as far as we're, the state that we live in, me and you, like Utah. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm not Mormon, but I... uh would hear a lot of things of how the Mormon religion is, but I but I also learn later on that you got to ask questions to figure out what it is to be Mormon, or what they go through, and what 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 experiences they experience as a Mormon religion. Yeah, and go for your own judgment, not by what people other people say. Yeah, I mean I, I and and just by me gathering and find out more about the religion doesn't mean I judge people mm-hmm. because they are Mormon. That's just something that that's just not me.
0: Yeah.
2: I mean, everybody, I mean, me, we've been saying this for a long time. Everybody has their own journey in life, man. Absolutely, And, and it's up to that person to figure out what their journey is mm-hmm. and don't judge people based upon, what their journey is. That's theirs. Yeah. Not yours.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's a very diplomatic way of looking at it. I like it. <laughs> but at the end of the day, Ty, like kind of going back to that, that like not judging people on their journey and stuff, that has to be an internal conversation. Cause there's just going to be people that don't like you. <laughs> they don't want to get to know you about. I'm okay with that. Yeah. So I'm okay with that because
2: Like I say, the people that do like me, the people that uh, I'm close with and I call family, that's all that matters to me. The people that don't like me, that's seen seen them. Mm -hmm. Because they they fighting with their own feelings on why they don't like me. So, but yeah, man, the only only thing that matters, man, is the people that do like me. And that's what I had to learn, though. Like, like, in high school and in college, like we talked about earlier, like, trying to get people to like you, trying to fit in. Like, that's, you no know, having a small circle is what it's all about.
0: Yeah. And that's why I told you at the beginning where I, like, well, I'll think of yeah. some of those experiences and I still cringe to this day. Yeah. But I acted like that, but it's just all part of the process, too. But if I could say something, if I was, like, giving advice to somebody that's, like, listening to this with like what we're talking about that with that, like it's just the easier way to not care what other people like know who you are in your heart, like really discover who you are and what you stand for and what you like. And just like, it's the easier way to not try to impress people because those, those people that don't really vibe with you, they'll fall off eventually and you'll be left with your tribe.
1: I think the, uh, the, 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 person that you, the, the person that you try to portray, it's not going to fit the mode of what, if, if you're trying to fit the mode of everybody, then the, the, the person that you're trying to portray is going to be too wide. It's not going to be what you're trying to, you're trying to show off. Mm. So the person that you're trying to show everybody to the public is society, it's not fit for everybody too Like, There's some things that certain people value that other people don't so saying that you know you're trying to you're trying to show off your whatever talents you have and um some people would rather see you do other things so it probably wouldn't fit you know what i mean yeah
2: going off of like a religious you know standpoint like off of what cam said like everybody's different i mean what would this world look like if god created everybody the same there will be no growth there yeah, will be no, it would just be just plain empty you know what I mean mm-hmm. I mean God God judges people based upon their heart and their actions not based upon their their thoughts because if <laughs> and and what they what they want to do and what they idolize you know what I mean yeah mm-hmm. God judged upon our, our, our thoughts and what we idolize and stuff like that. Boy, there would be – Jesus be the only one in heaven right now. <laughs> right. So, I mean, everybody got to remember that too is, you know, God has the final say. God has the final judgment. Whatever you believe in, universe, that's energy, positivity. That's what you should focus on on, on your, as far as judgment. Focus um, be, on that. Yeah, yeah. Because if you get if you get caught up in the other people's judgment, I mean they just people, bro. Yeah,
0: they just
2: like they's people. They're human.
0: I, and I think that's one of the tests of life, man. Is to to realize like pull yourself out of that where you step back and you're like, damn, that does not matter at all. And I think that's one of the major tests of life is yeah. just to realize that. Is and then you can finally begin your journey of like. Who Tyron, who Cam, who Beav was meant to be. Yeah. You know, you get rid of all those judgments and stuff. Yeah. Facts. Yeah. And it
1: ain't just easy either. It's a process to all of that.
0: Right. It's process right. To Back to that. To that. <laughs> it
1: sounds good to just be like, oh, okay, just let all that go and just be better. But you, it ain't, that ain't real life at all. Yeah. That's why you gotta be patient with yourself.
0: You have to. Yeah, that process. Passion, man. Hmm. Well, oh, I I think that was a, a great episode. I love you guys. I just want to let you guys know that.
2: Always, man. Love, oh, y'all. man.
0: Yeah, big love, big love. Yeah, thanks for taking the time on on you guys Sunday to to jump on. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: Hey, thanks for being. Thanks for sharing some of them things, Ty. Heard the some I, ain't, I ain't heard some of them things
0: ever.
1: Uh, and it's History man, 10, over there. ten plus years of knowing you, I'm like, yeah.
0: You know, it's so funny, Ty, is that like you saying that it makes sense. It makes hell. It sense. makes sense that you would have gone through that stuff just because who you are. Yeah, you know? a
1: yeah. lot of that stuff I was listening to, and I was like, damn. All right. See, now that I can, I can, I can see why that happens. Right. Okay. I can understand that. A lot of that stuff was very insightful. I appreciate you sharing that.
0: Everybody's going through something, man. And that's where it's like, just to hear stuff like that, it like even increases my grace even more for people to just know like, damn, everybody's going through something spoken or unspoken. Yeah.
2: Yeah. It's funny though. Before we go, I, uh, listened to, uh, uh, a church podcast last last Sunday mm-hmm. and his uh, topic was copy and paste. A lot of people want to copy and paste what they see, what they hear, or people he was talking about, but they don't know what it took to get to that page.
0: All right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah.
2: Well, people want to copy and paste that page, but they don't know what it took to get to that page of what that person where that person is at oh yeah you want to copy that person with what you see them like right now but you don't know all what it took to get to that phase right so you don't want to just copy everything you see you have to go through your own copy and paste yourself mm-hmm. so that 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 was a good message that i that i saw i, I heard last week yeah. and uh it, it brings you to a story of uh my, I've known, so I've been with my wife for, for 10 years, bro. <laughs> We've been here for 10 years. And
0: Congrats, guys. Thanks, wow. man.
2: That's
0: crazy. That's crazy.
2: <laughs> and I've known her family, obviously, her dad's side, for 10 years. And uh, a couple months ago, the same, in that same conversation we talked about culture, black culture, uh, the stepmom was like, but Ty, like, I feel like, I feel like you're just, you're not like, like you didn't go through struggle. Like you're like, like you was raised like one of us. And I was like, what you mean? She goes, I mean, I feel like you, like you, you didn't have to struggle. You didn't go through it. I'm like, that's where you're wrong. Mm-hmm. I said, I said I I said, I'm not, I was raised, and I and I told him that whole story of how I was raised Casting City bus and all that stuff. It changed their whole perspective of like, oh, Tyron is not just like this, this kid that just oh raised like us, like oh blah blah. Because no, like I go through stuff, and I, I I am the person I am today because of the stuff I went through, not because because of stuff I was handed. Like I want to say like y'all, but you know what I mean. <laughs> mm-hmm. But yeah, no, that just goes to say like you you never know what somebody's going through. And you never know what they went through to get to, like, the, the people that I'd say, man, I mean, for both of y'all, man, for y'all to be talking about this stuff now, like, man, y'all, y'all don't even talk about, y'all don't even want to talk about <laughs> your feelings at all, bro. Yeah, yeah. And for y'all to be doing this, like, like it's it's a huge, huge step in y'all journey in
0: life, man. Yeah. for real mind-blowing really you, is. you'll never catch me i was like number one suffering silence yeah you know so just having <laughs> having cool a podcast point. where we talk about this stuff is just mind-blowing it's it's god for real like it is really. you know it's timing it's all of it so
2: yeah and cam boy you Cam, you all right i'm good i'm good
1: i'm good and it goes <laughs> always good <laughs>
0: Uh, you can only be good for so long, huh, Cam?
1: I'm straight I'm back, man. <laughs> you can only be too good until you really want to be good. Yeah.
0: Until <laughs> you really want to, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> until you like, damn, I wonder what that actually is. <laughs> really. I want to taste the other Besides side. some shit that I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. For sure.
1: That's great.
2: Now, we need to talk about what you said. On your last podcast too, B. Like not another time, but we talked about because it hit me deep, and it made me like, like feel for you mm-hmm. when you said, "Have
0: uh, you never experienced peace, bro?" Yeah, bro. That that was eye opening for me, man. That was crazy, bro. When you talked about that, I'm like, damn.
2: Yeah, I like crazy, man for 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 you to you know say that and like for me to hear that i'm like
0: yeah right and and i know like for something that i took from this podcast is like how which is like i want to develop it and i think that part of me wants this to happen is from this is that like you're just talking about like how your family gets together and you guys talk and that's like a huge way of how you guys you know like kind of understand the patterns the good and the bad and stuff and i was just like man i i don't even think that could happen right now with my family you know mm-hmm. you know it, not not only like getting together physically but having the space where it's like um i think that we all deal with like so much trauma that like even approaching talking about it people would just pull back right away you know what i mean so yeah. but i want to get to that point you know hopefully that yeah. and i believe in it bro like i believe that this podcast will help in a lot yeah. of different aspects. Maybe even, yeah, like, yeah. you know, my family hearing my, my heart and my thoughts and stuff without it having to be so direct and um, like awkward because it's not yeah. like, you know, the, they can do it on their own time and stuff. So, yeah,
2: yeah. Maybe yeah. start maybe start with a few members. You know yeah. what I
0: mean? Yeah. So, start a
2: few family members and then have it grow. For you sure. Know what I mean? Yeah, take pieces of that puzzle so you can make a
0: whole. Yeah. You can't tackle it all at once, man. Just... I know, man. I just—I'm glad, bro. Where I am today, I'm just—I'm glad that I'm invested in this process of like knowing it's gonna be a, a big ass process. You know, not getting down—that is like, like that whole like uh, analogy of like how do you eat an elephant? You guys ever heard that? Uh-uh. Nah, nah. Like it's just like an analogy. Or it's just like an analogy where it's like, how do you eat it, an elephant one piece at a time? Because people see the problem like the elephant. They see like whatever obstacle in their life. Yeah, and it's an elephant. It's huge, you know. But how do you eat it? You eat it one piece at a time. It's a good reminder. It's yeah, as right. like, You you will tackle the elephant eventually, but you can't just eat it all at once. You know.
1: Yeah. I don't think I ever heard that before, but that shit is wrong. I like that. Yeah. Yeah, one piece at a time.
2: Yeah, for real. Until you get down to the root, too.
1: Because I you learned never...
2: that in my process with my marriage and with my family is like until you get down to the root of of why your cycles continue to be what it is, mm-hmm. it will continue. That cycle will continue.
0: Yeah. Oh, I'm excited, man. Thank yeah, you, Ty. Let's right. let's do this yeah, like we usually do for real.
2: Yep. Every Sunday, I'm ready.
0: <laughs> every su- I'm down for real. Mm-hmm. Every Sunday, we should just get like a little men's group thing, type of thing going on.
2: Let's do it. I like su- it.
0: Yeah. I uh, yeah.
2: like I like hearing different stories too. Having different people on that'd be fun.
0: Yeah, that would be dope. Yep. Sundays
2: are relaxing. Are relaxing
0: Sundays. So, uh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Let's do it. Let's get after it then. Me, yep. and, uh, me and Jess have a segment that we're doing. It's called Tea Time. But Jess, well, yeah, Jess like, really loves tea. Like, she just drinks tea, like, every day. And I'm trying to get into it and drinking with her. And so we just started drinking tea and, like, talking. And then we are just like, we should just do a segment where it's just, like, me and you just catching up and making sure that we're, you know, communicating as a couple. Is, and so we're doing a, a segment called Tea Time.
2: That's dope, man. That's, yeah, dope. I- That's
0: fine. <laughs> That's dope. So I'm, yeah, I'm I'm open for different segments and stuff like that. Let's do it, man.
2: Yeah, I'm I'm open for that too. Uh, That's yeah. one thing. My uncle asked me that the other day. He said, How do you guys keep your relationship fresh? Like keep your marriage fresh. Yeah. And I said, one thing we always make sure is we check in on each other. <laughs>
0: Eating yeah. that.
1: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> you, you just always communicate or try to uh not just
2: communicate check in like like we because life you get busy you know what i mean mm-hmm. and you know you have the normal day-to-day conversations like with jess you know babe how's your day at work blah, blah blah but i mean seriously like babe how you doing yeah thinking lately What's been going on in your mind? What do you want to do in the future? What, like, what's your plan? Like, check in. I mean, like, fully, like, check in to see what, what their thought process has been lately and what they're thinking of, what their plans are and stuff like that. Because, I mean, even though you're married, you still have your own thoughts. You still have your own, like, you know, process of how you think and stuff like that. So you always want to make sure you're always on stage.
0: Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm excited. Hell oh, yeah. Cam, let's have the uh, let's have the final word from you.
1: Let's do final it. Final words. With
0: hello. Can we change your, will you Change your the damn name. To your real name, first of all.
1: <laughs> you
0: Say what? I said, will you change your name to your real name? Is it not? <laughs> what is it? It says ill by instinct.
1: Oh oh. <laughs> Why did it say that? <laughs> I have no
0: idea. Is it like an old, uh, like. Um, I don't, it's my email? Gamer tag. Oh, <laughs> let's go.
1: Actually, I like it then. <laughs> <laughs> it's my gamertag. That's when I. That's getting busy. That's my name when I'm getting busy, too. That's right. don't see me. Yep. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <And> I just. <laughs> I don't know. You said get busy. I'm like, it's too much information,
1: brother. <laughs> nah, <laughs> come hear. on, for real. Let's but it. no, man, the it's been uh, the final word, though, man. It's just it's been good to to hit listen about the um the how you say tie the compromise, self compromise, self compassion, self compassion. There we are. It's been good to hear a lot about the self compassion, and um, it's definitely a different aspect. That personally, that I've seen to that. Um, listening to Ty about the listening to Ty about his his, um, his upbringing and sharing the things that he shared with us today, and that's goodness gracious, that was so insightful. Seeing seeing that whole dynamic, seeing how those things are, and um, B you and the new podcast and. The tea time, all that stuff, everything that we've heard today, taking everything in today. That I think that's a good. It's a good way to uh, this stuff to think of a lot to think about. Excuse me, and uh, you know, see if you can imp- imply that into our regular lives.
2: Absolutely, man.
0: Absolutely,
1: growth,
2: love y'all, man. Y'all, yeah. all growth. We're gonna grow together for real. Love Bloody this, girl. man.
0: All right, yeah. Y'all have a good Sunday. Love you guys, for real. Love you, man. All right, peace. Bye.